As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, this is Radio Millennial episode 28? 29! 29? I can't keep track. I already learned to count to 27, but tonight we have a deconstructed episode as I have branded oh, it. Oh yeah. Camera didn't quite jump on that wagon, but you know, I like it. I deconstructed it. We talked a lot of entertainment actually tonight, so if you're in the mood to talk about movies, TV shows, and Colleen... Uh, She's at the RNC. RNC. Let's Spoiler. be honest. Spoiler. She is a traitor. She, <laughs> no, I don't know. The day that I choose the RNC over Radio Millennial is the day <laughs> I'm out of podcasting. I hope that, I was kind of hoping she'd call us and tell us how it was going. Yeah, but the phone lines were quiet tonight. Did uh, Trump end <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, we have a good show regardless. Despite her absence, we have uh, your kitten, Frozen Fur, but we talk about yes. Stranger Things on Netflix. I talk about Burning Bridges. If you're into it, you're not into it. What do you think of it? I'm going to Blink-182. Blink-182. I'm pretty excited. We're going we're gonna to chat about that. Try to figure out how many times you should blink during the concert. I'm thinking 100... 182 times. Yeah, something like that. Subscribe to our podcast. It's on iTunes. It's on iHeartRadio. It's on Spreaker. You know, it's all the fun places. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know what? Why don't you sit back, grab a brewski, sit right down, undo your zipper, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome. This is Radio Millennial. Radio Millennial. Millennials are like bears. I don't understand them. With the cam chef, Dougie Fresh and Colleen. Millennials, who will form the backbone of this nation's future, are not poised to lift us out of this predicament. In fact, the lack of adequate skills in this population has become a challenge for us. Millennials are useless. Ooh, you suck. Radio Millennial starts now. Radio Millennial, the hottest podcast uh, broadcasted from uh, your phone, anywhere, your listening device, your thing. Not, not, uh, not vice. But I'm glad to be here. We're back. Always. I feel like that's the most classic way to start this podcast off. We're back. We're back. Here we are. Uh, anyone noticed we were gone? Uh, By the way, no. Colleen's not with us tonight. Dougie Fresh, camshaft here. And uh, she's I, at the she's Republican the, National Convention. The Lion's Den. Yeah. And um, I'll be honest, a little bit of surprising. Yeah, but she's not there for, she's there for like a, another reason. What reason? 
don't know. She's swiping on the Tinder. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> at the RNC, looking for a husband. Yeah, I don't remember this 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 stuff being like as popular as it is right That's now. Because, because you were an adult before. What do you mean? Conventions. I was eighteen always, the last time I voted. Conventions have always been crazy. Have they? Yeah. Have you seen that footage from was it the seventies or something? No. Uh, that broadcaster, he gets like. Uh, he's, it's like super old, so he's like wearing a backpack or something that is broadcasting in his microphone feed. Like, oh, like, yeah. It's like 60s or 70s. Yeah. And he's, I think it was either the RNC or the DNC, but there was like rioting outside, and then he was like God. asking about it inside, and he got like manhandled out, kicked out. No, who was this? Do you know? I don't know, like a young Tom Brokaw or something. Probably. I don't know. It might have been. I don't, I, that's the most, to me, I get super embarrassed if ever I do that on the pod. I bring up something, and then it's like, I don't know the specifics. (laughs) Like, yeah, I saw this thing one time with these people. No, you don't know what I'm talking about? Nah, it's good. Uh, Yeah, it's been cool. We we were listening to it earlier tonight uh, over NPR. Pretty crazy. Yeah, the the Trump Meister. I I do wonder which of the two is more popular right now, Comic-Con in San Diego or the Republican National Convention? RepubCon. RepubCon. RubNatCon. I would feel like maybe perhaps it's not many in the Venn diagram. There's not much of a crossover between RNC participants and Comic-Con participants. Probably not. I'm not saying there's not, but I think they're not too close. Do you ever go to one of the like Comic Cons, Wonder Cons? <clears throat> uh, no, I've been, I've been, I've been hoping to go to more, but I went to Long Beach Comic Con last year with you. Oh, that's right, if, yeah. If you remember? Um, th- you see these people outside. You see them. The my God, they're like the the people holding the signs, the Jesus signs, uh, the, and all uh, this. Protesters, yeah. And one of the years, I think it was two years ago at WonderCon, I saw the guy. There's this guy who doesn't have a nose. And he's like infamous for going around to the conventions as a pro as a, as a protester for you know religious whatever, and he okay. his whole pitch it's the weirdest thing because he'll remove his fake nose so you see the hole in his face yeah and then he's like shocking on Satan I'll show you and it's like <laughs> so who which side are you on here I've never heard of this guy is the weirdest thing so you've seen him. Yeah. Taking a photo with him? No, I tried. I tried the one time. But, wow. Yeah. That's pretty brave for embracing his hole, I guess. Very weird. Very weird. Ha- so, Doug, have you hopped on the Pokemon Go uh You know, I haven't. I, train uh, yet? I still haven't downloaded I know it's the crazy craze going I on. I haven't it downloaded it. I don't think I will just because... I mean, I played the games when I was younger, but I didn't... I wasn't... Cra- I mean, like, I definitely finished, but I wasn't crazy crazy. I always found them to be a little bit tedious. And so yeah. why I don't need I don't need to include, I don't need to introduce any more tedium to my life. Uh, all I remember about the game on the the Game Boys and stuff like that was when you got the bike. When you got the bike, the game Twice became as fast. Fun. Yeah, you could move. You don't have to crawl everywhere. Yeah. Um, but some one of the companies, the film com- film distribution companies, the production companies. Put in a massive bid for the movie rights for Pokemon now. Pokemon Go movie rights or Pokemon? I don't even know. Do you think it would be live action? I don't know. Like the Dragon Ball movie? I just think that... So you have this on one hand, right? And on the other hand, you have this new Power Rangers franchise coming out. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston playing Zordon, right? Yeah, I. So many people have told me that I've been like, yeah, cool, right? Or I, I actually don't really know who Zordon is. I just remember the woman. Uh, Zordon is the face in the tube that talks to the Power Rangers. Don't remember that. Either way, I've seen there was a new still that came out this week of the the, the people in their costumes and all that. Yeah, 
and it looks like a it looks like an alien movie. That everywhere they're selling this thing it's looks gritty. like an alien movie. Is it gritty? I think so. They're not bright, but it's not bright yellow, bright red. It's more of like a subdued. I'll I'll pull up the picture right now. Desaturated primary colors. It just sucks because I feel like on some level this the Pokemon and all that remakes. Uh, obviously, we have different thoughts on remakes depending on the movie, the franchise, or whatever. But I we think, as in you and me, yeah, or just everybody. But I think at some point, if you take it too seriously or try to make it too close to real life, yeah. You get rid of the charm. Yeah, or like the funness about it you get, gets too removed. So I'm going to pull up this picture. Maybe we'll post it on the Facebook page. Not making any <laughs> Maybe, promises. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I listen back to some, some old episodes and it's like, oh, we'll no, post it. We yeah, we'll always call say that. We'll do we this. We Check it there. And yeah, I don't know where so it's So you pull it up? No. Cool prep. Uh, prep. Prep. Yeah, speaking of prep. The, uh, the, the Facebook page, you can like it. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Are we on? No, I09, by the way. <laughs> that's what the website I've is. always been going. That's more of like a. Wow. That's that not Power is, Rangers. It's Halo. That, yeah. That's, that is not what I was expecting. No. That's interesting. They have their faces completely shown. So there's yeah, no anonym, on, well, no, anonymity. That, that was the mask is up. Uh, the up? You know it doesn't I mean? look like it's up. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. Huh. Yeah. That, that looks like they're, uh, they have like exoskeletons. They're. Like organic material. That's what I mean. It's like I, the the charm is just I don't know. I don't know. The last time I watched a, a Power Rangers movie was on VHS. Wow, good Speak for you. Speak of the devil. Speak of what the we devil. We find out today, Doug. Japan uh, this month will be manufacturing their last VCR. I don't know if they're the last country making them, but they're definitely you know were the big brands growing up. Toshiba. Uh, RCA, RCA. I, or, I assume RCA is not Japanese, but no doubt they had their corner of Hitachi. the world. Hitachi, there we yeah. go, of uh, electronics. Now, who knew they were even making VCR still? I really didn't. The, the last I time I model. saw one was was a DVD VCR combo. Oh yeah, that was only if you were yeah if you were were still repping v, VHSs by the time DVDs were well ingrained. If you didn't have the combo, I don't know what yeah. you were doing. But what's interesting about this whole thing is, like, I, on some level, I feel like I wish that the VCR kind of was still mainstream. Because now here's here's <laughs> the reason. Behind, now here's the reason behind this. Because I don't have a DVR. I don't pay for a DVR. Every yeah. Month. And it used to be so nice to be able to record things that came on TV. Can you imagine on now? A VHS you could tape. do that with like Netflix and Hulu. You could like make I all guess, your v- VHS But it's interesting VHS like mixes. DVD burners never took the same kind of Yeah, I think this cuz it was a little bit more technological. Like a was little, it? Little bit, yeah, it was you, the same record button, yeah, right? Yeah, no, you had to use like a computer to like burn uh No, you didn't. What are you talking about? They had you think they, no, was, they had DVD burners. But do you think it was as easy as like putting in a time and it starts recording. It absolutely was. I don't know. It just looked more intimidating. That's what I mean. Reason. There's a little bit another barrier of technology in the way. You still, if you go to your local Rite Aid pharmacy, yeah, you can still buy a three pack of v- VHS oh, for yeah. like twenty dollars. Yeah, I want to find. Uh, I think I have one at my parents' house. I should have brought it last time I was home. But like a VHS camcorder, because that would there, be, yes. that would be cool to shoot something on. That would be. But how do you get it on the? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you get it. <laughs> Take a audio video, video. with your iPhone? You to, yeah. I don't know. Probably like audio video out and then, you know, yeah. adapters. Yeah. That would be really... There's a, there's a show on Comedy Central, I think, with John C. Riley right now that has that kind of look to it. Oh, yeah? Looks kind of super... What is super it called? Zany. 
I don't remember. Super but. zany. Super zany with John C. Riley. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of, I don't know. There's something nostalgic about VHS tapes. It's because we grew up with VHS as kids. And my parents swore to me that yeah. my my Disney VHS tapes with the, like the big puffy cases yeah, yeah. were going to be worth something someday. I, I remember we had our basement flood right when I was about fifteen. Wow! And the first thing on their minds <laughs> are the Disney VHS tapes safe? <laughs> Not is Cameron okay? <laughs> no, I was like swimming out of it. Yeah, and I had never heard that that the VHS. Certain editions of VHS or anything would ever be worth anything any day. Really? Yeah. Not even like the box set of Titanic. Remember that? You had to do two tapes for one movie? Yeah, I had that. Uh, You had to do two DVDs of Pearl Harbor just to put things in perspective. I don't know. Did you? Yeah. How long is that movie? Uh, It was long. (laughs) It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I don't know if it's worth revisiting. But yeah, I I had the Titanic two taper. That was the thing. Gulliver's Travels. I had... The four pack of uh, Superman movies, Christopher Reeve. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, trying to think of like the, yeah, the West I, Wing twenty seven VHS <laughs> tapes or something. I didn't have that. <laughs> I had some standalone Dragon Ball Z tapes, oddly enough. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Some nice imports there. You know, somebody brought up the other day. Um, oh, I had the special features of the Thriller music video on VHS. Nice. <laughs> yeah, my dad had a Thriller jacket. Oh really? It was in our clo- it was the weirdest thing cuz it was in the closet downstairs in, in in the home I grew up in. And we were never wore we were allowed to like touch it and see it and stuff, but it always just lived in the closet. Never to be taken off the hanger. Never. Do you be- understand, boys? And then one day we went in there and discovered that like termites had gotten to it or something. Oh no. And there was a bunch of holes in it you got to get rid of it. Wow. But- Good thing it stayed in the closet this whole time. Yeah. What a what a waste. Man, you could have been rocking that right now. What a waste. It's all uh, gone. Wow. Anyways, the VHS tape Regrets, is dead. Regrets, you know. Uh, no, the v- VCR is stopped being produced, so Which, it may live on. I, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. But yeah, now it is taking a more uh, stand-back position. It that has was joined the beta. The height of Blockbuster, right? VHS tapes. <laughs> You had to rewind them before turning them in. The salad days. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I heard this is a story my friend told me, and it, it it's so it's so him that there's no, I mean he's a he's just he can be gullible at times, okay, uh, yeah. but in a very endearing way. Yeah, but I guess you're when not DVDs, talking about me, are you? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> when DVDs first came out, he they had rented one or bought one. And they watched it, and then his parents told him that he had to rewind the DVD before <laughs> putting it away, and he he rewound it. So <laughs> you're gonna say he he said to them, "That's ridiculous." No, he rewound it. There we go. Yeah, yep. You Jokes on him. What was the first DVD you owned? I know that it is. Um, we didn't have a DVD player, but our computer, which we had recently gotten, yeah. was able to play DVDs. And so we got uh, Perfect Storm on DVD. Okay, yeah. And I remember we were so we didn't know because it's it, that is an two four zero like anamorphic widescreen. Yeah. And like we didn't know like why like how do you get rid of the black bars like uh, yeah know, no concept of composition or respecting no. the uh, frame. It's funny now because I remember like younger w- when I was watching a movie on a four by three TV. Yeah. And you had the black bars. How much that would piss me off. But then, yeah. as an adult, I'm like, no, give me yeah. the black bars. Like, I want to no, see yeah. the I'm way the movie was made. Cropping. Hello, my that was weird. Did you see it? hear it go out? 
No. Maybe that was my headphones. Anyways. <laughs> I, uh, weird I recently found out something, and this isn't to us. It's going to sound like we were sponsored by them or something. I mean, we're, not, we're not saying we wouldn't be sponsored by them, but we're not. But I recently got uh, – I logged in with my parents' cable login for FXX, like the app on Apple yeah. TV. And I've always been pissed whenever I go home. And this is such like a very nitty specific thing that bothers me. But they have the – I'm a big fan of The Simpsons. Grew up with The Simpsons. Yeah. And they would show The Simpsons in HD, which is cool, but then it's cropped 16 by 9, which they, people, it seems like people aren't as bothered as I thought they would be. Yeah. But it also has like a weird denoising. Anyhow, but, and so I was like, I hate FFXX for that reason. But with their app, you can watch 4x3 uncropped uh, versions in good quality and uh, changed my life. I've been watching so much <laughs> Simpsons lately. Have you? Yeah. They have you every episode. to go beginning to end. No, I'm just like jumping around. I'm trying. I'm staying. That's fun. I'm staying like within seasons one through ten or twelve. The high, the the big like years. seven, eight, nine are like they're all. There's so many just gold season, episodes. Uh, what season is it that I like? The Flaming Moe's episode. Is yeah, it I don't know. Season three or five, I think. Yeah, I mean that whole great season. Yeah, amazing. I've been watching some great ones. So yeah. subscribe. Do you ever watch uh, You're the Worst on FXX? You know, I watched uh, the pilot. The other night. Yeah. Yeah. But I, well, one, I don't really like pilots, and so I always keep That's my fair. reaction to a, a grain of salt. Uh, but I was I was all right with it. I wasn't too impressed. But I, you had wrecked it, so I checked it out. Oh, I did wreck it? I forgot if I had or not. Wow. Wow. No, I did. Um, I don't know. Should I continue? Should I try another pass the pilot? Should you continue watching? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's worth it. Have you been watching? There's a guy with a British accent on it. Yeah. Have, Have you been watching, been watching uh, The Night Of? No, I've heard a lot of Super good things about good. it. Really? Probably like the best thing I've been watching. So this this I've heard is like uh, the replacement for True Detective. Yes, it definitely feeds into that whole serial, true crime, true detective yeah. phase that has happened. Yeah. Has been going on a little bit. No, it's super good. It's super well made. Uh, the first episode was shot by Robert Ellswood, who like shot There Will Be Blood and, and Nightcrawler, and he shot oh. he shot a lot. He's a great DP, but uh, the writing is just like super interesting. Why I really like it really gets into the like this last ep- second episode. Yeah, really gets into like the bureaucracy of like when someone is getting booked for a crime and how that it makes everything crazy complicated. It's just like this machine that has all these moving parts, That's and you literally like get a kind of glimpse into that no and it's and it's really hitting on some uh themes that are definitely topical because he is like a muslim kid uh so that obviously taps into a current feeling now with uh just like this is hbo yeah it's on hbo go over now i I assume it's premiered on tv now but no you should definitely hard to keep track now isn't it well it's weird they they started um, this one they had the first episode up like a month before it premiered on hbo Oh, they put it up online. Yeah, on their HBO Go. All right, the um, the, it's it's really hard to keep track. I mean, this new Star Trek series that's coming out next year. But I they, heard that. So is that going to be on CBS or it's going to be on Netflix? It's going to be on CBS. So th- this is the weird world that we live in, right? Yeah. CBS. By the way, everybody out there, yeah, we're talking about whatever the hell I want to talk about. Yeah, right having a deconstructed that. episode tonight. They so they're doing the pilot is airing on CBS broadcast television. Yeah, just the pilot. Okay, just to gain... In that pilot, I can almost guarantee you every commercial is going to push people to CBS All Access, which is where the show is going to be. Probably a free trial, two weeks or more. 24 hours 
after each episode airs airs on CBS All Access, yeah. it will be available on Netflix everywhere but the United States. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's wacky. So if you want to watch it in the U.S., you have to fork over the six bucks a month for CBS All Access. Disgusting. Or you can use a VPN. Yeah. Watch it, you know, whatever. Do you have a VPN? No. I, uh, actually, I don't understand how this stuff works. I got one a few months ago. What do you mean you get one? How do you get a so VPN? So you subscribe a VPN. So there's all these uh, companies, VPN. Co- I have CNN. Yeah. CNN's a, a good one. Uh, VPN. Well, the type that, there's type of few different ones you can get. But essentially, it's a company that offers a service that you can. There are free ones out there. Yeah. But depending on like what you're looking for, what you're going to use them. Uh, you'll probably end up using a paid-for one. Anyhow, so what it does, it, it, you can use it to reroute your IP address to make it seem like it's somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it's actually really straightforward and easy to use, or at least the one I got. And does so it, I Does can, it like, make you use a different browser or something? No. It's literally, you just, it's its own application, the one I use. And I, you can choose like where, this has probably like 12 or 10 different locations you can choose from. And you choose one of them, and you press connect, and after a few minutes, or no, like where, twenty seconds, yeah. you're you're connected, and it's just any any like any uh, information or any sort of uh, communication coming from your computer goes to that location first. Do like, you pay for this? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, I do. I do yeah. Regrettably, I do. Regrettably, <laughs> yeah. But it's that. It's really. It's on. I was really surprised how straightforward it is because yeah. all you do is like turn it on. You can have the browser open, and then if you like check your IP address after you have turned it on, it yeah. says you're in New York or somewhere. That's interesting. Yeah, I I don't know any of this, stuff. but I don't really. What do you use it for? I use it, and I don't know if this is incriminating, but I use it for uh, here. Wait, you use it for, and that's uh, worked out pretty well so far. Yeah. <laughs> But a common use for it back to Netflix is for that reason. People, certain yeah. things are only available in like Europe or something. So you could change it to Europe and then you would have access to those, uh, that library. My fear is that I do it right and then I see what Europe has to offer and then I just move there. <laughs> and, and you say it like that makes a me want to move there. But you say that like it's a bad thing. It is a bad thing. We're supposed to build a wall. Yeah. But there's free healthcare over there. So I don't know. Yeah, that's not such a bad thing. Not such a bad Netflix, by so, the way. I heard is is losing uh, subscribers quickly. I believe that. And it, the theory behind it is a combination of they recently anyone who was grandfathered into the lower price has now ended and are now being yeah. charged more, but only slightly more. But to me, and what I've noticed just with my own experience is like the main chunk of people blame it on a dwindling library, and I really yes. think other than their own original content. They have a pretty horrible selection completely for movies. I can specifically for movies, right? Yeah. TV selection's okay. Yeah. The movie selection is terrible. Yeah. It reminds me of like whenever you used to go to um, Walmart and they had the five dollar bin, right? Yeah, that's it. That's that's the that's it's what you're streaming on Netflix. All a bunch of B movies that were made super cheap, just to like. Get them out there by some production company, just squirt them out. Yeah, I mean, for right. a while, I was pretty convinced, and this might still be true, but I was pretty convinced I was no longer, like, the world was no longer going to need Redbox. Yeah. But Redbox has major motion pictures Before. 30 days after theatrical release. Yeah. And Netflix never has them. Yeah. Net- or uh, Redbox has done a great job of uh, staying relevant. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you know they they probably have some life, especially middle America, right? That, I think the key to it has always been that it's been fully automated. Like there aren't they don't have to pay wages no for overhead. people. It's a machine. Yeah, it's a vending machine. Yeah. So you are, all you got, all you got to have is pretty much administrative positions. And, yeah. And stalkers, I guess. Remember, Blockbuster had a machine for a bit. Yeah, way too late yeah. after Redbox had already debuted onto yeah. the scene. I remember the first time I used a Redbox in a McDonald's. Wow. Pretty crazy stuff. Were you safe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did rent a Redbox movie the other night, though. And, did uh, you? I went to go return it. I still get text messages from Redbox when I'm lonely. I do, too. <laughs> On the uh, occasional rainy day. Yeah. I But I went down to the 7-Eleven down the street to return it, and uh, there was some miscreants outside the 7-Eleven, so I yeah. was afraid to return it. Were you? <laughs> so I went to 7-Eleven, and I ended up just going inside and getting like a bottle of water and leaving. It did. And I specifically got in the car to go return the movie, but I was scared. So what'd you do? You paid another day? I've paid at least $6 since then. What? You still yeah. haven't returned it? You know, oh it's God. sitting in my why car right now. Why don't you just go to a different location? Because I'm an idiot. That's why. You can return them anywhere. That is kind of cool. I, I, When Redbox first came out, I was like, okay, I could go on a road trip, <laughs> get one in uh, California, yeah. return it in North Dakota. Or wherever you may stop at. What, where do I watch it? While I'm driving the car? I don't know. You stay over, you know, the first night over, you watch it, then on your way, you return the it. The hotel, again. yeah. I mean, or I wherever, so. campsite or yeah. rest area. I'm going to go this weekend, Doug, to see Blink-182. There it is. Do you remember when they used to be broken up? That was a big thing. They broke up, yeah. and it was like... And then they, they replaced the one guy, right? No. They, they didn't replace the, uh, the lead singer? Oh, uh, maybe for like a... Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I could be speaking out. Of I don't know. I, that's too far gone to remember. But they used to, yeah. And I remember that would be as a big thing. Where, well, I think a lot of people, or at least around the people I was with, really thought it was like forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> isn't that the case always though? Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, the band that you love a, a lot, the matches. Yeah, but they're still kind. How of, many shows have they done in the past six months? They're getting some. They're milking like the, the the fan base with the uh, anniversary shows, but they're why not really. I, why wouldn't you though? Yeah. I mean, what's a what's a guy uh, uh, slash? Yeah, he had a divorce recently. Mm-hmm. You knew about this? We, I mean, we talked about it on the show once. So <laughs> he had to give like sixty percent of his business to his wife. Yeah, ex-wife. And uh, so, what does he do? He goes, oh, "I'll just do a tour. Like, yeah. I'll go back on tour. Made all the money back. It's like wow. that's crazy." Yeah. Well, yeah, he. Uh he not just went back on tour. I mean, like he joined Guns N' Roses again. No, I know. But that's it, way bigger than like, oh, I know. But, but that's, I mean, still it was like a decision he just made, right? Just being able to do that. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I guess. But who knows what went into it. Like, I'm having trouble making rent this month. I can't just be like. We should just go on tour. Yeah, I just go on tour. <laughs> somebody, somebody recently was like, yeah, you should do a one-man show. And I was like, that's a terrible idea. You mean like. What sort of one man show? I don't know. That's like, what I was asking. I was like, "What kind of one man show should like I do?" A big bass drum on your back and like the the symbols between your knees. I don't know. I mean, I could just see it going really south really fast. I know you would have trouble keeping your knees together, right? <laughs> 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 what is the last 
absurd. I would I would think that this is considered a big show, right? Blink one eighty two. Yeah. Are, what, who's playing? Who, is anyone opening for All them? American Rejects? Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Right. That's crazy. It's gonna be a great show. I was really into All American Rejects uh, for like their first two albums. Oh yeah. In, in I middle mean, school or whatever. Who wasn't? Unfortunately, I've heard their dicks. Really? But who is? I mean, what rock yeah. band do you know that's like super gracious? Hello. Thank you for the bottle. I don't know. The matches are pretty chill. Yeah, but. yeah this is a really big band. Uh, <laughs> what's the last like ma- like big show big you went show to? I went to? Uh, honestly, I, like, I'm not th- I don't go to that many big shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, probably I went to The Killers in high school. Oh, like damn. Senior That'd year. be a good show. And that was probably yeah. the, like a bigger show. Probably the last. Wait, no, no. I went. I guess almost four years ago now, maybe three or four years ago, I went. I saw Modest Mouse in Portland, outside of Portland. That was pretty big. Uh, that was a pretty cool. good show. That's cool. Yeah, I always wanted to see the Killers. I didn't. They were surprisingly I loved the good for the longest time. Live. Yeah. Yeah, What's and they your- actually played a lot of the, like the newer stuff, which I didn't really like newer stuff at that time. But oh, it was go, still like, Mr. Brightside and all that. Well, they did a little bit, but that said, like there's a lot of stuff I didn't really like but they put on a really good show That's regardless good. i don't know what like what what is considered a big show i would say anything that's at like a just a you know a large venue where it's more you of think like the a, greek in la is a large venue yeah that's like the that's like one of the big venues i guess that LA. was the, the that was the what did you see chris stapleton just a country artist uh. saw him and then at, at the greek before that i saw one republic it's pretty um, big what's cool about one republic though is i saw them back in um st louis they do Every year during the summer, they do free concerts and stuff. And I saw One Republic at a, one of these free concerts years ago before they were big. Wow. And I was like, these guys are pretty good. And then they kind of Who like, knew that you should have bought stock? I should have gotten the stock. But I think before, before Chris Stapleton, before One Republic, the biggest show I had gone to, biggest show I've gone to ever, Yeah, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, 15. Nice. Yeah. My nice. dad, my dad was like, "We gotta go Christmas time. <laughs> you guys gotta appreciate Bob Seger. Big show. We go. There's a lady behind us saying, "I love you, Bob." Coked out of her mind, just coked out of her mind. <laughs> How old was she? Oh, fifties. <laughs> just like I, I'm not kidding you when I, I I'm saying I was the youngest person in this stadium concert. <laughs> That's awesome. By at least twenty years. Wow. It was. Good ratio. It was pretty crazy. Surrounded by cougars. Look at Surrounded you. by them. Man, classic camera. Laying in them. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty cool. excited to see Blink. Blink no, that sounds I've never like seen a, Blink before. Yeah, that'll be huge. Yeah. That'll be cool. So Play all the classics, I assume. Yeah. Certainly hope so. Absolutely. San Diego. Comic-Con this weekend. Good luck with that. <sighs> Do you have any desire to go to Comic-Con ever? At this point... I would say no, just because I know it's so crazy, like a Disneyland-packed experience. Yeah. Uh, five years ago, six years or seven years ago, probably would have been pretty dope to go. But now it's. Like, I just like hate things where it's like the like even Long Beach Comic Con was kind of pushing it with like that line we had to stay in just to get in, and we had tickets. We had tickets, tickets. Uh, but you know what I mean. I, I'm just not a fan of that. No, I agree. I. Well, kind of like on it some level, an airport. Like, yeah, on some level, it's like, it's pretty interesting, right? Like, it could be fun. But then... If no. I got some sort of VIP pass somehow, yeah, I'd, then I'd be more inclined. I just... with So many people wait hours and hours and hours to be with these panels of people, right? 
Yeah, like, I'm not really interested in that aspect, though. I'm not either. I Interesting thing I've learned about myself in the last couple of years, I don't care about <laughs> seeing celebrities. I yeah. really don't. Which part because you worked at a, a talk show? Or you, you, you I guess, saw them but every even day. The, even before then, shortly before then, I was that's like, that's true. Like, yeah, I see the person in real life, but then what what happens then? Right? I mean, I w- I'm, I'll get jived on like meeting someone in person if it was like a personal, you know, bat, you know, one on one, one on one thing, yeah, but not in like the way of like I, I don't like booths where like you go up to them no. and like because that's just like a line and that's horrible for them. And then yeah, the the panel thing. Seems just all kind of like uh, feeding into itself, sort of excitement. Yeah. Like I don't know. It was I don't know. I just. But you have you been to a Comic Con panel or no? Have you, have you no. been to San Diego Comic Con? I've never been to San Diego uh, Comic Con. You've been to like for, WonderCon right, and stuff. I've been to WonderCon, but I applied for a San Diego Comic Con press pass. pass for next year. Nice. Which I will probably not get approved for. Huh. Um, but I like the smaller conventions because they're more, yeah. I feel like I fit in more there, whatever. Girls are easier to pick up, et cetera. But <laughs> I am going down to San Diego. This weekend for Blink. While Comic-Con is happening, and yeah. I'm a little bit afraid, but it's probably going to be fine, right? Yeah, I'm sure it, it's not going to be that big of a problem. Maybe traffic might be an issue here or there. Yeah. <laughs> What's this you have in here, Doug, about burning bridges? Yeah, so I was – burning bridges, I think, is something we can all relate to. All right, guys. Uh, I just was thinking about – I hear that burning bridges is never a good idea. But, I mean, I feel like I have come across that situation before. Like one specific – and I only bring it up just because I, ha- I noticed it recently. I was applying this to something – This is like the moment you choose to confront me. Yeah. So what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. No, I was applying for something, and they wanted to link to my IMDb profile, which I do have one, just because I've worked on a few things. Yeah. But I noticed like one of my bigger things I've worked on, I wasn't listed in the credits there, and it was like there was like a th- it's me and two other dudes who were on the the lighting crew, right? And it was like I wasn't listed, and it's probably were the other guys listed? Yeah, like everyone is listed mm. essentially except me. And it's probably, I assume, because I had done some work for them, that company who produced that movie, uh, not, I mean, like six months ago or something for a poster, but things like kind of, we left like, left the whole thing on a weird, nothing was explicitly done against each other, but it was definitely like after we were, it was done and I turned it in, like I emailed the final project to them, never got a word back about not a thank you or confirmation we received it. And I don't know if they were like thought I was effing with them with like the quality of it, and like maybe I was, or maybe I just because it definitely was heading in a place that was just like a horrible product. Yeah. Uh, but I also feel like I did nothing wrong, and essentially I acted more than correctly with everything. Yeah. Uh, and so I would definitely burn that bridge again. But there is that negative to it. I mean, so like, what do yeah, you... Yeah, I mean, I feel so... Have you burned a bridge or two? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, I think up until probably two years ago, Yeah. around two years ago, I was a little, like, really concerned about that. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. There was, I don't think there was any particular life event to attach this to. But at some point I was like, I... Okay. <laughs> You know, like I, I, I burned a couple of bridges, kind of on purpose. Yeah. 
because I was like, you know, that might that person might have success. Yeah. But I'm going to be miserable along the way. Yeah. I feel like my takeaway from it is like, yo, like you can burn any bridge you want as long as you're fine with the consequences. Yeah. And, like, and I mean, I, I, I mean, in, in this business, the one that we're both in, which is entertainment, for those of you who are listening for the first time, who didn't know? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you're sold on this whole idea that it's all about your network yeah. and you don't want to fuck yourself over and all this you stuff. Just oh, this sh- fuck yourself over. Shit. You just um, always get this sense that you should never burn any bridge because you never know when you yeah. might to, like recross it. But at the same token, you should sacrifice like your own. There's incredibly successful people who are batshit yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. Burning bridges that they don't even. Who burn bridges when they to. go to Starbucks and order a latte. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't stress about it as much as an adult. But seven year old Cameron though is really stressed. I was I tell you what burning bridges. That first grade math class I had. I was like, Can I cheat off your thing? Burn that bridge. Burned it. Never talking to that guy again. <laughs> I love how I definitely think Never mind. <laughs> what do you think? I, I think you could probably build a whole political campaign on the concept of burning bridges and just like spin that into a positive message and then you're on the bill for president. Yeah. <laughs> No, I I don't disagree. Not, with to, not you. to go off on a weird. I don't. Direction. No, I don't disagree with you. Because that's like a hot phrase, right? Burning bridges. That's like a fun little. Maybe idiom. that's what Bernie Sanders should have used. Bernie bridges. Not feel the burn, but Bernie bridges. <laughs> Bernie bridges. People are like, is this Jeff Bridges' cousin or something? That's like <laughs> burning bridges. bridges. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not. I was a little hesitant to bring that up because I wasn't sure the direction. That that would go into, but I definitely, I guess that's the first time I've yet to come across a situation where I've noticed the effect of like a bridge that was burned. Yeah, yeah. I I do think that on some level we're warned all of our lives, right? About there's consequences to your actions. Yeah, but it's like I can't I can't consider that for every choice I make in life, right? Yeah, I guess you always it's the, the balance of c- making decisions considering you or considering others. Yeah. And you have to find Which the, is weird because I've, as an adult, you start to feel kind of egotistical cuz you're like, I don't I Well, there's like a level of just doing like, this for me. Yeah. It's like that's kind of masturbatory in a way, but you got to look out for yourself. You want to open that hot dog stand? Open only, it. The only true reality that you're experiencing is is yours. So, so James Joyce <laughs> By so, the way, <clears throat> yeah. Thank you to the people on Twitter. I just want to say that right now. Always good. We've had on a few Twitter. people in the last couple of weeks that have said, "Hey, where's the new episode? What's going Emma? on?" Damn. Crystal Nungaray. Shout him out. News reporter Paul Heck. Uh, Paul, what's his name? Let me look it up. Big fan, Paul. <laughs> You're the, the one who's supposed to be is, on top of it. The point here is. <laughs> We appreciate people talking to us, supporting the show. Always uh, spreading the word. Appreciate. I, I had a question, and maybe this is something that should have been talked off off air. But I recently found out that Spotify you can listen to podcasts on. Oh, I looked into it. Here's the thing. How I found this work? out recently too. Yeah. They tailor their own choices. Really? You can't apply. Yeah. You can't submit. They pick the ones. <laughs> so they just pick the popular so ones. So I think and... it's safe to say. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be on there in no We're time. We're going to be in there next week. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's cool, though. I mean, because Spotify, 
I've always thought the interface is really straightforward and easy to use. Yeah. I feel like the iTunes podcast. Which is probably where you're listening right now, which is awesome. But I. It's always been clunky, I think. Yeah. It's also, it uses my data when I don't want it to. Yeah. It does a lot of things. I downloaded like 20 podcasts the other day on my (laughs) freaking. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, I don't listen to this shit anymore. (laughs) What are you doing? It's the most ridiculous thing. (laughs) Uh, but did you see this week that um, Twitter opened up the verification process to the public? So you now, now anyone before can be it was it was like Twitter chooses who they verify. Yeah. Now it's you apply for verification. So what does verification mean now? It means you you, you, you are baby. who you say you are. I'll be honest, I apply. How do we verify? You have to. You verified your own account. I had to upload a picture of my driver's license. <laughs> I, Is the female part going to be an issue? <laughs> thought about that anyway. i thought about that and then also the fact that my twitter handle is at the only camshaft yeah my twitter name is cameron lewis my driver's license is cameron walschlager but you have documentation for doing business as don't you for cameron lewis i don't have an official dba oh. it's in process what was your legalzoom.com what was your last this podcast by the way is sponsored by legalzoom sometime <laughs> in the future um, you had a different performing name once when, when yeah. you were in high school what was that tyler scott tyler scott I did have a DBA for Tyler Scott. If you wrote me a check right now, I could accept it. Wow. DBAs don't expire? Um, they probably do. <laughs> but I have a banker who will do it anyway. <laughs> I had a banker in Missouri that had no file of the DBA. And I was like, I swear, this check was meant for me. Yeah. And she cashed it. Wow. It's like, all right, Judy Wood. Whoa! I remember her name. Judy Wood. Shout out. Yeah. Judy Wood in Missouri. What up, Judy Wood? Um, but yeah, so I don't... Th- th- Anybody but it wasn't apply, an so there was a couple Did you get process, verified? Right? Not yet, but apparently, you know, it's coming. I have very good, uh, you know. What that does, though, I really on good authority. I think that will. That is. Don't you agree? That's just diluting kind of what that means. Yes. Yeah. But then, Absolutely. what did it really mean before? Like it was someone you should it's know. It's a status or, symbol. Yeah. It's it's definitely a status symbol. Hmm. It's stupid. Yeah. But it's a status symbol. The, the process for applying is you have to upload five links to websites that somehow prove that you're you and that you're some kind of public figure. Huh. A driver's license photo in a 500-word or less pitch on why you should be verified. <laughs> my, my pitch is very short. I was like, because I'm me, you have my driver's license, and... Sell I'm now a public figure. <laughs> you gotta sell yourself better than that. I know. I probably won't be verified. Is my That's point. That's interesting. Um, but it's interesting. I don't know. Hmm. I'm gonna try to get verified. I don't and know. And if you should, if there's anyone to get verified between you and me, it would definitely it's be Colleen. Yeah. So I hope. Yeah, Colleen. I definitely hope that I could get verified and you couldn't. That'd be great. I think that would be a good testament of you know. I will. There's there's some people on Twitter correctly. that I follow that it's it's. I'll be honest. It's surprising that they got verification. I get. I, I stumble upon people all the time who are verified. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. Yeah. And clearly I, I, I they Google have a friend you. that works at Twitter. Yeah. Or like I go. Or they're such in a niche where like maybe they a lot of people do know them, but they're part of such a niche community online. Yeah. That is just like wow. Yeah. I guess like to that community verification yeah. is appropriate, but to like. I don't want to say that I'm a part of the whole culture as a whole, but I feel like, I don't know. You're in there, Niche communities versus mainstream communities. I feel like verification is to serve one, not both. Yeah. And that is That's the Doug Minute. Signing off. Back to you, Cameron. (laughs) We'll be right back.
Uh, hey, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> I want I mean, if any of you are getting verified, uh, tweet us. Tweet us at Radio Millennial. At Radio Millennial. I will you read should it, try to get the podcast read verified. Read the username. Can you get non people tweet Twitter? Oh, yeah, account? absolutely. So, so you want me to get Radio Millennial verified? Yeah. I can yeah. give a shit. Yeah. Of, of us three, of you, me, Colleen, or the show, I would think the show that would be I the have most the chance <laughs> would be most you know ready to be verified. Uh, yeah, we have a history. Oh yeah, definitely history with in, sure. with interacting with the community. Hopefully, they see that that uh, the fart trailer that we did, the Ouija if, fart trailer. If anything, back. you would think that if you try to get Radio Millennial verified first, then that would help your personal account get verified. You don't have a bad point there. Yeah, you don't so. have a bad point. Strategies of getting verified tonight see, on Radio Millennial. I know we have a bunch of theme songs and stuff. I don't feel like playing them tonight. We're not. I, I already said we're doing did, the show deconstructed. Did tonight. you see uh, Ghostbusters? I did not. And I don't think I plan to. I wasn't planning on it either. But, why? Wh- why weren't you planning on it? Uh, why aren't you? Controversies on it? aside, or any, it just didn't seem like the movies that I am interested at the moment. So, so regardless of if it was a, a remake or reboot or whatever you want to call it, or a sequel yeah. or whatever, no, you want to call nothing, it. no sort of, you know, check this box next to a signifier mm-hmm. reason is why I didn't go. Like it's not because it's a remake. It's not because it's like a all female cast. It's like it has nothing to do with any. You just sort didn't of, go. I just was like, that doesn't see. If that was, if you changed every single detail to slightly different, it was the same movie. I'd yeah. probably still not see it. I don't know, just very mainstream comedy. Yeah, I je- definitely don't see. Well, I, I um, Melissa McCarthy. Films, it is interesting because it's not a sequel. Yeah, it's not really a remake. Yeah, question mark kind of is. Which I think this is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the only kind of version of this that we've seen before. I guess. Did you see the new RoboCop? I didn't, but that is a remake, isn't it? It's a remake, but it's it's different than it's certainly different than the first one. Anyhow, I saw it. Yeah, and uh, it was okay. Yeah, much to my surprise, Kate McKinnon was hilarious in it. In which one is Kate McKinnon? She's the SNL cast member. She plays kind of the crazy one of the bunch. She, she has Melissa the Melissa McCarthy, hair. Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon, and Kristen Wiig. Yeah, so she is kind of like blonde. She wears glasses, maybe? Yeah, she plays a character called Holtzman. Um, nice memory. And she is really hilarious in it. Really? You and this is the big the takeaway. You think she's the one who stood out? Yes. I think this was probably the best thing that she could have done. And this for is her career. a future debut, perhaps? What's that? Has she been in another movie? I think she's been in one or two others, but this is like the big studio picture. How is, is everyone else? Studio picture. How is everyone else? Everyone else is okay. Okay. But she is great in it. I heard that. Maybe Chris, it's the writing. I don't know. I heard but that Chris, Chris Hemsworth was the best part of the movie. Nah. No? He's, he, anybody could have played his character. Really? He plays a buffoon who like messes up a lot. Anybody could have played it. He didn't have that many lines, and this is apparently a trend for him. He's going to be in. Uh, he's going to. What do you? Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. The, uh, even the soundboard's kind of quiet tonight. Um, he, apparently. <laughs> he is uh, uh, going on a Star Trek four. I saw that. Yeah. What, the, what, it's going to be a prequel of some sort. Or I something? don't know. 
We're, we're actually see that we're seeing it. We're yeah. seeing it after this taping. We're I'll, taking our headphones I've said off. It again. I've said it once. I'll say it again. If there was any job that could draw me away from anything that I am involved with, I could be married. I could have kids. It would be directing a Star Trek movie? No. If somebody said, <laughs> no. Cameron, listen, we have a starship. It's been a secret oh. project, <laughs> and we need you. I'd go, they need you to sorry, honey, I'm going. Wow. Where, uh, hope my girlfriend's not listening right now. <laughs> but I think she would understand. No, I'd like to think that she would, but. I what what totally is the phrase? Go beyond where pla- where go where places haven't ever been found before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. That's, that's then what cool. is it? Huh? If you're gonna it's, strike me down, then you gotta say it. Space, the final frontier. Yeah, these are the adventures Barely, of the boldly go Enterprise. We're in, it's ongoing mission <laughs> to explore new planets, to discover <laughs> shit. To boldly go where no where where no one has gone before. It's no one. It used to be where no man has gone before. Oh. Then gender neutrified. Somewhere it. in the nineties, they go, "Hey, this isn't exactly fair yeah. to women." So they changed it. My favorite little Star Trek little tidbit I've come across is t- someone asked Sir Patrick Stewart, yeah, when he was on the Next Generation, yeah. They were like, wouldn't what year does that take place? Like twenty fifty eight or something? It's twenty one forty eight or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, some reporter was like, don't you think by that time they would have a cure for baldness? And he <laughs> responds, uh, by that time they wouldn't care. Which is just I like, like it. Perfect. That's perfect. Because that is like Valid the idea. Point. If uh, you're a fair and evolved society, that you would think that we, we would all be all, well, I mean, listen, all accepting. You're also discovering and and. Seeing all these different alien species, right? That have like yeah. pointy fucking ears and scales on their face. So it might seem last uh, thing you're worried about is baldness. Yeah, you're worried about your safety. Anyways, so yeah. Ghostbusters. I think you should see it. If for nothing else, I want to. I want to see what you think of it. Yeah, I was concerned. I almost saw it today just because I. I didn't want to. I'm trying to blow off my day and go see a movie, but yeah. I, I ended up not. So you decided to do that tonight. Yeah. Seeing Star Trek after this. Talking about. Won't have an update till uh, next week, though. Tune in. I've been watching, uh, it's got a lot of buzz online recently. Netflix series. The Golden Girls. (laughs) Have you guys heard of it? Got a lot of buzz. (laughs) Stranger (laughs) Things on Netflix. Netflix original series. Uh, I heard a lot of buzz going into it and definitely didn't, for me, live up to those expectations. Yeah. I, uh, I do think it's a little unsatisfactory i feel like okay. it's a whole movie that's stretched out into eight episodes mm. like like in a bad way like you're stretching the material further than it needs to go i'll be honest yes i just want to watch a show and really like it and nobody to know about it <laughs> and nobody to private, talk about it a private and experience me to never share it with anybody yeah because uh, uh, this happens every couple months, right? You have like, oh, Breaking Bad's the best. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones is the best. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Uh, Making a Murderer. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> I get so... Well, the whole internet is about hyping over, things. Oh, uh, God, it's so disgusting, though. It's like, is anything amazing, really? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what I don't like, where anything new that it seems <laughs> exciting, people will say it's the best thing ever. Yeah. And rarely, one out of a hundred, maybe that's true. Probably less. It also makes the question of, um, what's what's your favorite movie? It makes that question a lot harder now. Well, it also, like, for me, 
anytime I immediately become very much more putting my guard up about something. Like I saw Swiss Army Man uh, this week, which I had heard so much hype about. Yeah, and of course it didn't live up to that hype for me. Yeah, and I think sometimes it might even like put me in a disposition to like hate something more. Yeah, just because I am so like aware that. Other people are like crazy popular. Yeah, definitely. Cameron got a new kitten recently. Do you want to say something, Rusty? And she's on the or he's on the mic. <laughs> say something, Rusty. <laughs> Anytime I come over here, every time you hold it, it just it wants it's frantically trying uh, it's, to get it, away. It wants from its you. own life. It wants its own life. <laughs> you guys should split. Be free. Be yeah. free. You thought so you were, you're wild oats. <laughs> you thought you were getting a pet. Turns out you're getting a roommate, and they like their privacy. I'll be honest. <laughs> you're totally right. Yeah, <laughs> there's been so many times where I'm like, "Hey, Rusty, go and pick him up," and he's like, "Dude, will you just leave me alone? I'm trying to watch something." Cats are like that, you know. They definitely. I kind of dig it though, right? Not not like dogs that cater every moment to you. Dogs, you know, I love dogs, but don't look at me like attention that. whores. Am they I are. Right? They are. It's like I don't. I'm trying to watch something. You're just staring at me like I should love you. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, folks, I think that's it. We have to catch the movie. Yeah, the movie's soon. We we'll let you know what Star here. Trek is like. Give us your idea of what you think of a deconstructed episode. A what? De- I, have you not been listening? I've said this three times now. I've been no, labeling I, this. I am listening. A deconstructed- I didn't understand what you okay. said. Sorry. I didn't mean to fly off the handle okay. there. How many times? <laughs> How many God episodes? damn it, Cameron. Listen back. Jeez. Look at the archives. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we do this every once in a while. We have a deconstructed episode. I kind of dig it. I think we need... I'm not trying to brand it, but I am trying to brand it. Yeah. And I think the image, every time we have one of these, should be like, you know, you go to like Five Guys or something, and it's the hamburger like deconstructed, where it's, it's all the layers like <laughs> yeah. spread out. Like that should be the sign for like the it. episode. Just like a microphone. Deconstructed. A radio, and in between. A hamburger. A turd. <laughs> Doug, what did we learn in the show tonight? <laughs> A lot of pressure uh, on a deconstructed <laughs> episode. <laughs> dad, dad, uh, if you want to say something and really make sure Cameron understands it, you gotta say it at least three or four times. Jesus. He uh, he won't he won't be listening. <laughs> and so it has come to this. Thank you for tuning in today. I have enjoyed every single minute of it. Some programs and portions of programs presented by this station are recorded. I'll see you along the way. I don't like goodbyes, so I'm not going to use that word. Instead, I'm simply going to say thank you. I bid you a very heartfelt good night. And that's the way it is. On behalf of our entire staff, good night. Good night. Good night. And good luck. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.